the hell's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Episode 27. Ooh. And we've reached two milestones. Ooh, hello. The first one, mm. I've hit the Douglas Adams birthday. Hey! Hey, 42. <laughs> Nerdy as fuck. Well done, well done. Yeah, well, it is an achievement to have lived this long, given the life I have led. I know, we were all surprised. Yeah, I know. My liver's going to be fucking studied for yeah, generations old, to come. How old is your liver? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna, it's going to be like tree rings. <laughs> They're just going to cut it back and go, wow, that was fucking that election was night tw- 2007. <laughs> <laughs> so we've reached that milestone, but more importantly, 1,000 followers on Instagram. Whoop, whoop! Hooray! Well, thanks to your hard work, mostly. Oh, no, I just show off and put up pictures of Bill Paxton, really. Pretty much. And what is it? Post Bill Paxton and they shall follow. <laughs> but well, and cheers for everyone who's actually giving us a follow. It's, a, it's very nice and flattering and we can talk about dick pics and urethral stuffing and know that there's an audience for it somewhere in the world oh my lord uh yes and a shout out to all the fabulous and weird and delightful people uh that you know follow us everyone from brucey schneid to the horror man to (laughs) oh my lord to the ever deadly oh she's deadly I am, because again, with the time difference, pretty much, you know, I get up, I, you know, I go into the bathroom, I turn on my phone, looking at the phone, and I am greeted usually by her boobs (laughs) or her buttocks every morning. And can I say, they're impressive boobs and impressive buttocks. They defy gravity. Although, to be honest, there are mornings where I'm a bit like, ugh. I was greeted the other morning. She was putting whipped cream on her buttocks. Because obviously, you know, you go to your feed and it just starts playing videos. And she was putting whipped cream onto her butt cheeks. And I've got to admit, I just sat there and my thought was, oh, yeah, I haven't had pancakes in a while. (laughs) I want two. (laughs) So I proceeded to go make myself pancakes with syrup. So thank you, Ever Deadly, for the breakfast suggestions. Yeah, fantastic. And the good thing about having a bisexual girlfriend is that Mm. I can sit here and you can show me those pictures and I'm not a pervert because she's perving more than me. (laughs) No, it's not more. It's equally. It is equally. Equally. Absolutely. This is a a fair pay situation in our little kibbutz, our little (laughs) communist kibbutz we've got going on. Oh, you know, like I just, I, I just want to like scroll through my, you know, news feed while I like do yeah. my, do my teeth. But yeah, so you've got cool stuff like that going on on Instagram because uh-huh. I, I don't spend much time on Instagram. Uh, I spend most of my time on Twitter. Mm. You've got cool shit like that happening. Yeah, on Twitter, I'm basically just wasting my life for for just the <laughs> tiniest little tidbits of stuff. Mostly because that's where the UFO nerds hang out, and I'm a UFO nerd, so uh-huh. I, I get to see that stuff. But um. The one good thing that I got off, and I, I know I'm late to the party on this, so anyone who's listening is going to fucking go, you fucking moron, how did you not think of that? Yeah. You know what? Uh, spoiler alert, Darth Vader is Luke's father. Oh, you f- oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is, um. so someone, and I, I'm, I'm very, I couldn't find the tweet to give him a shout out. I'm very keen to not steal other people's work. I know uh-huh. it's like to have other people lift your shit off the internet and steal it and uh-huh. pass it off as their own. I was very impressed with this observation though. But the moment between Ripley and the alien queen yes, when they're on the deck 
of the of the ship yes. having their final fight, and yes. she says, "Get away from her, you bitch." Uh huh. That's their one interaction with two female characters on the screen. Uh-huh. Based on that alone, Aliens passes the Bechdel test. <laughs> I fucking lolled. <laughs> oh my lord! Well, you know what? It is the greatest like female empowerment movie you know yeah. ever. So it makes sense. Even in ten seconds, it puts more female positivity into yeah. Hollywood than anything else combined. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so so lucky that James Cameron made that film and not like Brett Ratner, because you know that at least one of those characters would have had to fuck him, and it wouldn't yeah. have been Ripley. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been the Alien Queen. Oh, that's just that's just depressing. It is. That's just depressing. Although you know what, it actually might have been a good thing because you know Jeanette Goldstein as Vasquez. I think if like Weinstein had tried it on, she would have snapped that little man into. Fuck I she would have like pulled his dick off like the top of a chili. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Go back to your fucking. Go back to funding good movies. <laughs> Uh, because when it comes to sex predators, she only needs to know one thing, where they <laughs> are. And there weren't many pot plants on uh, LV-423. 426. 426, fuck, I keep forgetting that. I, I would get, I'd, I'd be lost on Google Maps trying to get to the yeah, alien you, colony. You would be, oh my God. Turn the radio down, I'm trying to go through space. <laughs> Wrong planet. Oh my god! I, I'm pretty sure it was that your ancestors were leading what was it, the Lewis and Clark mission? <laughs> uh, I I get lost in my hometown. Oh, yeah. I look, I've got to be honest. I've been lost in my house, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> but you've been a very busy beaver this week. You've done a lot of hey 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 Fleet Week. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, and speaking of a, a movement with with a lot of uh, a lot of very nefarious and dodgy followers, <laughs> we're back to our Instagram. <laughs> Can I just say, you know what? I think we we need to do something like exciting for like our thousand. So if anyone has suggestions how we should celebrate a thousand followers on Instagram, let us know. And by us, I mean what should. John have to do. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. And please let it be download a simple template from Canva and then I can just Ooh, let it sponsor the show. It's not going to be that. Nobody sponsors the show. I, I've got to put a post up about um, Falcons. <laughs> and, and Trust me, come back next week and we can talk more about Falcon breeding. I think you should have to do that. Uh, you know what? Just if we just to celebrate two thousand listeners, I think you should put on the Falcon hat. I've done worse things to audition to get onto TV shows. Yeah, so yeah, done. I could do that. All right, lock it in. Ordering one hat, one Falcon hat. What was on what was eBay. the fucking odds of that though? Because we were talking about that at my birthday, and then it just appears. I don't. Yeah, you know what? We're not going to talk about this. We don't want to give it away. I don't want to give the surprise away. No. We'll talk about it uh, next week. But I don't know if you know this, John, but they're listening. Oh, they certainly are. <laughs> They're always listening. Yeah, that doesn't explain why the algorithm... So all I talk about is just really weird, obtuse sex stuff and mm. science fiction films. Mm-hmm. That, is not my, that is not my advertising feed on Facebook. <laughs> they are still trying to sell me garden mulch mm. and you know, fucking copy, DVD copies of Nashville. <laughs> all this kind of stuff. Oh my god, I I get a lot of because obviously you know I I get a lot of like hey 
hey, we heard you were a single lady, like with a cat. Like we heard you've given up on life. Like he's, you know, do you want some extra comfy pajamas? And I'm like, how dare you judge me? Order. <laughs> Celeste Barber is your god. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I just, I very much like comfortable pajamas and I love my cats. And the internet has just drawn its own conclusions. Yeah, it, it's already thinking. It's like the Colossus Forbin project. Mm. Years ago, it figured you out. Yeah. Because yeah. I list myself on Facebook as a gay woman. Yes. And I, at first, it fucked them up, but I still got a lot of ads for hardware stores. So it works perfectly. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> straight down the middle. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. But I'm. <laughs> Jeez, this is a very breakfast radio start to the show. We normally talk about suicide and yeah, I know. fun stuff. What's Look at us on? very like peppy and woo. Yeah. Flange, vagina, <laughs> cannibalism. <squirt>. Yeah, woo. <laughs> we were talking about urethral stuffing over dinner. I know. And, and I was we- having a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to the radio. Oh, you know what? We should do a whole episode on that. On urethral stuffing? Yeah. Yeah. That's a horror show. It's not a Gordon Ramsay recipe, by the mm. way. No, it's a true mm. horror show involving pencils and screwdrivers and mm. candles. And Basically, okay, there is, um, well, I, mean, I, guess you, I guess you'd say it's like it's a fetish yeah. um, for men who enjoy um, putting things down and inside and up their pee-pee hole. It's, yeah, it's the sexual equivalent of putting a potato in an exhaust pipe. And just as damaging. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not looking to kink shame anyone, but the, the physiology behind this. It goes everything. So obviously, you know, you've got to like, you know, limber yourself up. So you may start like, you know, people start with like toothpicks. <laughs> How do you limber and then up they, your pee hole? Well, like, you know, because you... Like you, an opera singer just getting the lips. And yeah, you got to like, do you know what I mean? You can't just jam it all in there. No. You know, you just... You, you know, you start with you start with a toothpick, then you go up to like a straw and... You know, um, it's like the emos when they first started doing the whole flesh tunnel things. You'd see them with a golf tee, and yeah, exactly. then they got a bit bigger. So you see someone in Kmart buying golf tees, <laughs> and they're not into Avenge Sevenfold, and they're not golfers. Yeah, you know yeah. where that's going. Yeah, uh, I think we all know where that's going. Um, but yeah, so then you gradually work your way up, and there's actually there was a website with just photos of where like people from home send in their their snaps. Um, and there was a guy who I thought very romantic, Valentine's Day, had yeah. a bunch of like fake flowers, you know, stickered. Oh, he's just standing there out of his like pee hole. Are they artistically posed or it's just kind of like bad dick pics from in, like Well, it's a, obviously it's different like people well, do we have like home. baroque lighting with like, you know, proper fucking Picasso poses and stuff? Well, it depends. Like I guess if you're just like, you know, if you've got like a little paintbrush, you're just like, no one cares. Yeah. But, but if you've got that big fucking Rolf Harris paintbrush. Yes, exactly. So, and your, so your dick looks like a sperm whale. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! My particular favorite there was there was one gentleman who had the you know the very long thin like door handles oh, actually no. had that right up his up his pee oh, hole. Fucking hell! So just it's not opening. Oh. It's not opening. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean. If that's yeah. what fucking gets you off, that's fine. Yeah. And then there was that video with the guy with the screwdriver, which just looked painful for everybody. Well, wasn't there blood? Oh, there was so much blood. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. That's not cool or sexy. Yeah. And I, I was just, I was like looking at the video, which my friend like was showing me. And I was just like looking at it. I'm like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Turn it up. <laughs> Remember when the internet was reasonably fucking 
innocent and you had to go searching for this shit instead of just getting it on Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Now it's just people just send you like in your lunch break. Yeah. You're just like, ah, look at this fool. Yeah. You used to have to go to the public library and look at rotten.com, but only if you got the, <laughs> the terminal that faced the wall. And no one in the children's reading circle could see you're looking at Ferrari crashes. Oh, my God. I remember back in the day when you had to secretly go to the public library. Yeah. Go to the very back row. You had to take out the copy of Clan of the Cave Bear and search to page 286 for a sex scene. There was a sex scene in there. First of all, Broken Hill had a library. <laughs> or is that just where they kept the fire kindling? Get stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> We had books. You use them to beat the answers. Everybody loves the yabber. <laughs> You're such a hater. <laughs> such a hater. Yeah, oh, yeah no, good times, good times. <sighs> yeah. So, speaking of... Uh, good earth, times. Carnal, carnal obsessions and earthly delights. What are we talking about this week? Well, it's so funny. Speaking of carnal delights and earthly... Uh, What'd you say? Earthly what? Earthly delights. Earthly delights. I think we're, we're going to need the theme music of this man. Oh, yes. As we explore earthly delights, it brings us to this week's topic. Anton LaVey. It's going to be one of those names either you do know or you don't. Anne LaVey was known by many names. The Black Pope. The evilest man in the world. <laughs> the father of Satanism. The St. Peter of Satanism. And Howard. He was an author, a musician, an occult leader, an animal lover, a showman, and the creator of the Church of Satan. Do that again. Church of Satan and the modern religion of Satanism. And that's enough reverb. There we go. <laughs> that's me landing in hell. <laughs> I'm glad I spent 900 bucks on this thing to get some reverb. Worth it. Totally worth it. So this week, hold on to your crucifixes, as this week we look at Anton LaVey, Dance with the Devil, or... And he who shall levey with the devil. Oh, uh, very good. <laughs> or the devil went down to San Francisco. <laughs> Howard Stanton LeVay was born on the 11th of April, 1930. Oh, happy birthday for the other day, Lord of, Lord of Doom. Lord of, Lord of Darkness. <laughs> However, he would change his name to the more dramatic Anton Zandor LaVey later in life. He would spend most of his younger years growing up in the San Francisco Bay Area, where his parents would support and indulge all of his musical interests. His favourite, like most young boys, was the pipe organ. Hey, that's hey. not a euphemism. <laughs> later, he went to Tamal. To Malpai. To Malpai. Yeah, I'm going to cover that with some more Calliope. He went to To Malpai High School. There's, a, there's just a boy in his pipe organ. <laughs> in Mill Valley, California. Until he left at 16. 
LeVay would later claim that he had literally run away and joined the circus. Working first as a roustabout, then moving up to working as an assistant in the cage with the lions. Then worked as a musician for the circus and other travelling shows. What's a roustabout? Um, basically, it's like, it's a polite way of saying like dog's body. Oh, he's like a shit kicker. Yeah, like you deal that you know you, you you take stuff off the truck, you put it on the truck, you just do all the shitty setting up, oh, and because yeah. roadie doesn't sound satanic enough. Yeah, yeah, you're a roustabout. Yeah, Satan's got a railroad. I'm, okay. not, a, I'm not a roadie. I wasn't a picker and handler. I'm a roustabout. Levey <laughs> <laughs> claims that he had a growing cynical view of organized religion, in particular. The Catholic religion. Oh, well, there's two things we have in common. (laughs) This disdain and contempt for its followers would only grow as he says that the same people he saw in the tent church revival meetings on Sunday were the same ones he had seen the night before at the sexy, bawdy, sexualized shows on Saturday evenings. Ooh. LeVay saw this as a double standard and was the beginning of his quest to defy the Christian religion. Okay. Although, to be said, that kind of is, I guess, the advantage. If you can sit it up on Saturday, get it forgiven on a Sunday. Oh, that's perfect, isn't it? You're only a sinner for a few hours. Exactly. Get back to it. Yeah. Woohoo! This is interesting. Like, a lot of people have sort of done these reactionary, funny religions. Mm. Like, I mean, you know, there's, there's always like the Hollywood ones, like Unarius, which was like very much a kind of precursor to Scientology about mm. people being picked up by aliens and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Very cool, very cool uh, video on the internet. Of them, so basically, this spinster had a whole bunch of money and made a whole sci-fi film, and it's like super creepy '60s, like Manson family stuff. But it's worth watching. We should cover that in another should, episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's them, and like in later years, things like the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, who, <laughs> you know, everybody in the kind of mid 2000s had a FSM shirt and all hail his noodly goodness, and a few people tried to get the fucking colander on the head and the license photos and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is very different because mm-hmm. this is before viral fame. Yes. And so this is genuine shock and, and awe and weirdness. Mm-hmm. But it's also very San Francisco, which is... You know. You know. San Francisco these days is all fucking police robots and fucking tech billionaires who want to fucking power their Bitcoin mining factories with the homeless. So yeah. fuck them. The, yeah. <laughs> in the winter of 1948, LeVay worked in Los Angeles as a keyboard player in all manners of bars, lounges, nightclubs and burlesque houses. Ooh. Here at the Mayan Theatre, LeVay would have a brief affair with a then unknown... Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Who was working as a dancer. Well, there you go. Already punching above his weight. (laughs) Now, I know what you're going to say. And much later in life, people would question the affair with Marilyn Monroe. But LeVay would present a signed autographed calendar from Marilyn to himself as evidence of the affair. Well, fair enough. I mean, most people, I know when I've had a one night stand with someone, mm. I've given out merch. <laughs> Thank you. Ticket to the show. <laughs> Present this for 50% off for the second ticket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Present this for 10% off at the gift shop <laughs> on your way out. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the Kennedys still have theirs. Mm-hmm. Now, after this affair fizzled, um, but I mean, oh, she was giving him a calendar. How would you know? I know. LeVay moved back to San Francisco and in 1950, LeVay met Carol Lansing. He was 20 
And she was 14. God, practically a fucking old lady in those days. Some elder shit going on here. This is where the Satanism comes in. They married the following year in 1951. I was good of him to wait till she was 15. Yeah. You know. (sighs) Jesus Christ, mate. So they married in 1951 when she was 15 and in 1952 she would give birth to their daughter, Carla LeVay. Well, he might hate the Catholics, but he certainly acts like one. Ooh, babies pumping out babies. Yeah. But LeVay wasn't as keen to jump into the Korean War. (laughs) So to avoid the draft, he enrolled at the City College of San Francisco to study criminology. LeVay also managed to secure a job as a photographer for the San Francisco Police Department, where he worked for three years. Okay. But that wasn't all. Like a precursor to every second TV show in the noughties, he also worked, well, dabbled as a psychic investigator with the police. Okay. Yep. Where he looked into over 800 calls referred to him by the San Francisco Police Department. Right. Didn't catch the fucking Zodiac killer though, did you? <laughs> well, would that be like you'd be he'd be on the same team, surely. You'd think so. Yeah. In 1960, LeVay and his old old wife Who's <laughs> now, now what, 17? 24. Fucking hell. Divorced. Can you imagine being 24 with a kid, the old, old divorced first wife? Oh, God. They divorced after LeVay became infatuated with Diane Hegarty, aged 18. Oh, you fucking demon. (laughs) The two would never officially marry. However, she would give birth to LeVay's second daughter, Zena Galatia Shrek Nee LeVay. Okay. In 1963. She would go on to be his companion for the next 24 years. That's so a, the age of his first wife. Oh, <laughs> That's a real hippie name for pre-hippie San Francisco yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, LeVay would go on to become quite the local celebrity in San Francisco. When he wasn't conducting paranormal research or playing the Wurlitzer organ at the Lost Weekend (laughs) Cocktail Lounge. You just can't say that sentence anymore, can you? You really can't. You just can't. (laughs) Oh, oh, Satan loves those ivory keys. (laughs) I don't think he loves a Wurlitzer though. (laughs) Maybe Fender Rhodes. Ah, oh, uh, the Black Pope begs to differ. <laughs> Satan loves a whirl on the Wurlitzer. Oh. Straight to the devil. Straight to the devil. So when he was not playing on his Wurlitzer organ, he was driving his black coroner's van around town or walking his pet leopard Zoltan around the town. <laughs> Could you be more San Francisco? Be a Zoltan <laughs> around the town. Zoltan, the leopard, slept in the bed with LeVay and his partner. What? Yeah, you heard me. How do you... Okay, it's bad enough sleeping with a domesticated cat. Uh Uh-huh. How are you getting... Okay, aside from the fact that that this thing could kill you with one Uh stroke, Uh it's going to take up a lot of bed space. Uh Uh-huh. That's why it was always, and this was the running order... Okay. 
Leopard. Yep. LeVay. Yep. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. LeVay. Yeah. So the the Mrs. was always, you know, like, you know, that sort of that very edge with that bit of like <laughs> a little bit of the hem really on the mattress. Yeah. I think that's what she got. Okay. But he was very specific that she never went to the leopard because the leopard didn't like that. So it was always leopard, LeVay, Mrs. LeVay. Imagine having to surrender that to the AWL. <laughs> it ate my wife. <laughs> because it's like some of them, they charge you like a surrender fee. Yeah. And obviously for the larger animals, it's more. Like how much do you think it costs to surrender a leopard? And he's just like, he's there. It's like, oh, it's my cat. <laughs> that, that is a leopard. So what? No, it's like a, it's like a British <laughs> Burmese. It would have made rental inspections hell. How do you hide that? (laughs) Seriously. Excuse me. The rental agreement said no cats or dogs. (laughs) This is neither cat nor dog, sir. (laughs) I am the black pope. (laughs) And then they would all just disappear in smoke. Can you do something about the mould on the ceiling? (laughs) The black pope's powers are limited. (laughs) (sighs) So, yes, he would uh, sleep uh, with the leopard. Um. I know. Where do you go with that? I don't know. I, um, ima- I imagine that would have turned off Marilyn Monroe and she's like left him a fucking <laughs> bloody calendar just like, take this. <laughs> you and your leopard, get the fuck out of my bed. <laughs> oh, my! can you imagine the morning breath on a leopard? Oh, it would not be good. Oh, just nothing but raw, like just dead flesh and fish. Oh. And they, they, they need to run a bit. Like, leopards aren't like a panther. They don't want to just sit around in a branch all day. Well, he would walk it about town on the way to his Wurlitzer, like, performance. I just picture, can you imagine just, there's nothing more 60s than sitting around, like, playing the Wurlitzer organ for your leopard. <laughs> this guy makes fucking Hugh Hefner seem like a pussy. Oh, my God. <sighs> he and his partner were known... Shockingly, you're going to be surprised by this, to throw quite the outrageous party at their house. Oh, I can imagine. Which was painted entirely black and was rumoured to be a former brothel. <laughs> I, I'm guessing it's a current one too. <laughs> black uh, Just because a man has a, a leopard called Zoltan. <laughs> which he sleeps with. <laughs> Is that consensual? And he's like the head of the Satan movement. God. <laughs> Talk about stereotypes. <laughs> LeVay formed a group of like-minded individuals into the order of the trapezoid. (laughs) That sounds like a German math metal band. Order of the trapezoid. Oh, my God. It's like, just say math club, mate. (laughs) Just say math club. Me and the guys from Math Club. Yeah. Here's my ham radio. Here's our <laughs> chemistry experiment. There's my leopard. <laughs> because bullies are mean. Oh, you're calm down, Zoltan. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, isn't Zoltan the name of the fucking <laughs> yeah, the no, bad no. robot in like Toy Story? Is it? I don't know. Or is it Zoltar's the one from Big? Zoltar's the name oh, of yeah, the, no, he, yeah, he's the, the wish machine guy from... Yes. I wonder if that's a fucking Anton LaVey reference. Oh, Maybe. <laughs> so he's trying to get you to sniff his fingers. I think someone's, I think someone's been playing with his Wurlitzer organ. <laughs> <laughs> so the order of the trapezoid was born. <sighs> Guess who wasn't getting laid? Oh, yeah. 
Imagine the names they rejected if that's the one they settled <laughs> Can you on. imagine? <laughs> Are we a bunch of squares? No, we're trapezoids. We're, we're an order. We're a regime. No, it sounds too militaristic. We're an order. Yeah, an order of the tra- of, of trapezoids. Not any old trapezoid. The trapezoid. And we are irregular, just like irregular polygons. <laughs> and we serve, we serve a purpose. Take that, you bloody set of squares. <laughs> oh, now, this consisted of LeVay presenting Friday night lectures. Oh, sounds like a fun dude. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. The order of the trapezoid was dudes sitting around giving each other lectures. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> it mainly consisted of LeVay presenting his lectures on Fridays on the occult and its rituals. So like a decent TED talk. <laughs> yeah. With a lot more Satan. Picture this as he walks around with his fucking shitty TED talk speak. Just, just like, just twirling his trapezoids in his hand like David Bowie and Labyrinth. <laughs> oh. On the 30th of April, 1966, LeVay shaved his head, quote, in the tradition of the ancient executioners. Why did they shave their head? I thought it was the people they killed who shaved their head. Do we, do we, oh, do I, can we have a special effect for that? I think that needs a special oh, hang on, effect. Yep, yep. In the tradition of the ancient executioners. $900 well spent. And he declared the founding of the Church of Satan. Okay. <laughs> Imagine just being there for math club. <laughs> You're like, we're going to have a bit of a rebranding, boys. We think we need something to take us forward, maybe yeah, help yeah. build our business oh, outside the trapezoid. Yeah, yeah, I give to yeah. you Satanism. Who's on board? Um, meow. <laughs> it's okay, calm, calm down, Sultan. Calm down. You don't get a vote. Um... Okay, so we're we're not gonna have the garage sale. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna have them. No, we're maybe? gonna we're gonna see souls. Okay, so we, we we're gonna have those little stalls at the market. Is that <laughs> is that is that still is that still? It's not a stall. It's an altar. Okay, and uh, I've just uh, I've just left something out in my uh, in my car. I just I think I've left my Wurlitzer organ on. <laughs> oh, can you get me my beanie too? My freshly shaved head yeah, is yeah, uh, it's getting cold. Yeah, let me let me get that for you. Yeah, it's in the uh, in the tradition. It's in the tradition of executioners. It's not because I'm going bald. <laughs> the executioners. <laughs> and those formerly of the order of the trapezoid became. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, it's like mum has come in and has yelled at you and your mates, going, "You're twenty. You're too old for bloody Dungeons and Dragons." Dungeons <laughs> and Dungeons and Dragons, all right? It's like Order of the Trapezoids. Now be a man and go pick your wife up from kindergarten. Oh. <laughs> you have to put up with this shit. I've got a leopard. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very fat cat. Don't listen to Azulta. <laughs> it's the name of the heart pressure, the blood pressure medication it has to take. Because it just lies there sleeping next to a dude in a club called the Order of the Trapezoids. In a black room, so it's oh getting no God. vitamin D. <laughs> it's just rocking from just the sound of the fucking whirlits at 24-7. It's just like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, more Leslie speaker, mate. That's what it needs. Yeah. Oh, God. 
I want to kill me. Oh. <laughs> and his partner, Diane, became the high priestess. Of course she did. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, yeah. Fucking, it's not about, you know, what you know. Yeah, meritocracy, of course. Oh. You think Satanism would be about equality. Oh, no, it's fucking bullshit. Oh. So she became high priestess and it was a position she would hold for the next 25 years. And... Yeah. The year 1966 was proclaimed as year one. Fair enough. That's actually kind of cool though. Mm. Yeah. So technically this is only year 55. Okay. If, you, if you're in the Church of Satan, this is year 55. <laughs> well, fair enough. You know. So, you know. But I, at this point you're kind of like, fuck, it's only 55. Yeah, I don't know how that works in like the charge of like like Satan because like in Australia you've got to what work to your like what sixty five and then you can get a pension and retire. Yeah, I don't know if Satanism is the same. It'd be hell for anyone trying to adjust <laughs> the clock on their computer, which automatically reverts to Greco uh, you know, Gregorian yeah. time. You know, it's the little Mille- bits of discrimination that yeah. we don't think about that affects people. Yeah, it's with the the Millennium bug all over for these people. Yeah, poor poor unspoken victims. Poor Satanists. LeVay, determined to find support for his religion, started staging satanic rituals. Okay. At nightclubs. Okay, so he was. (laughs) Are you ready to blaspheme? (laughs) Put your hands in the air like you serve the Dark Lord. Lord. Oh, yeah. These rituals centred around topless witches and a bikini-wearing Inquisitioner. Okay. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. You know, it's... It, like, I think I've been to this nightclub, to be honest. That's <laughs> the old proscenium. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> but on the 1st of February, 1967, mm. media fascination with the group reached new heights when LeVay performed the first satanic wedding ceremony between Judith Case, a New York socialite, and journalist John Raymond. Probably the future head of Fox News if he's a Satanist. (laughs) The fact that a gorgeous woman lay outstretched and naked across the altar during the ceremony did little but fan the fires of outrage and fascination. Yes. (laughs) Woo-woo! Get ready to bang on for Beelzebub. Woo! <laughs> Did he have like a like a shitty club cocktail just for that? <laughs> oh my god, the Beelzebub banger. Yes, yeah, so it's just like Red Bull and like out of date sangria. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, just a bit of like cherry red cordial and yeah. Jager bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyone who's ever had a fucking Midori illusion would know. <laughs> Just how bad these themed nightclub nights can be. There's nothing wrong with a material illusion. Hush your mouth. Yeah. So media fascination started to peak. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, how could it not? <laughs> Pretty much. This is this is when he got interviewed on... Is this roughly when he got interviewed on the Joe Pine show? Uh, yes, it was. 
Do we do this now or do we come back to it? Oh, no, let's do it. Yes, he, he started getting, like I said, more um, more and more media interest and he started to do more and more interviews. Um, he was on the Phil Donahue show. Wow. Yeah, so that's how you knew you made it back in the day. A lot of like uh, articles, a lot of TV shows. We actually found an old... Um, Guest oh. spot that he was on, yeah, and I'll grab from the from the Joe Pine show. Joe Pine, I've never heard of him before. He might be a bit of an institution in America, but we never came across him here, of course, because we used to produce our own TV in the nineteen sixties in Australia. Yeah. Not anymore, but um, very adversarial uh, interview. It was quite funny too. I actually, I actually really enjoyed it. The, the energy was clearly there between the two. <laughs> now you call yourself a satanic priest? Yes. Is that the opposite of God? No, because Satan is a god too. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you then, the uh, the dirty pope or what? Oh, I guess you could call me that if you want to say the black pope or the dirty pope or the... <laughs> the dirty pope. Oh, my God. You can't tell me the dirty pope is not a sex position. It's got to be. It has to be. A dirty pope all over her chest. Yeah. Just like, oh, oh my, my God. God. You got some in her hair. <laughs> what would it involve, the dirty pope? Oh, my God. Well, no, you know what it is? I think clearly um, someone has to get on their knees and, like, like confess their sins, like, tell you what a dirty, like, a dirty person they are. Yeah. While you then, like, I think you jizz on, like, you jizz into their mouth. Because they've got to put their tongue out and they've got to get, cause they, and be like, oh, oh, the, the body of Beelzebub. I don't know. That, that seems a little, that seems a little uh, straightforward. Oh, okay. I think it's got to be a little bit more. Um, you got to get around in a glass box on the back of a Mercedes oh, wagon. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, you shit on somebody. Like they're <laughs> under the- that's, that's your next level up. Yeah. <laughs> Just, all right, let, let's uncork the special reserve Liz's kinky move. You shit on him. Oh, my God, yeah, totally. You got the glass box. Oh, my God. If, if this is. If this, if, this is a German move. This is a German move. It has to be. The dirty Pope. Yes, you're in a glass box. You're in a glass box being driven around on the back of a Mercedes. And you shit yourself. <laughs> I was going to say maybe you were, you know, you, you're, you're an ex-Hitler youth. Something like that, like Ratzinger was. <laughs> the dirty Pope. <laughs> I think I'll go with, like, somebody shits on you. Yeah, and then you harbour uh, Cardinal George Pell after he's been... Uh, yeah. Released from Australia. That's a dirty pope. Yeah, that's a dirty pope. I see what you did there. Yeah. Oh, political. Yeah, I know. Controversial. Yeah, this is the stuff that keeps me obscure in Australia. Oh my god. You know what? We oh my god, you we, we talked about it, um, uh, Franco when he made his Vampiros Lesbos was yeah. declared as uh what was it like a a, a a warning was giving as one of the most dangerous things for Catholics? We're gonna get put on that list this year. Good with, with this episode. I do like how Phil Donahue had him on there too. Phil Donahue had all the good ones. Yeah, he had like he had like fucking Anton Lavey, he had Gigi Allen, mm. and Gigi Allen like his entire life is a dirty pope. <laughs> you know, and I know a lot of people revere Gigi Allen, but his music was shit, so shit. You're making someone angry out there, you know. I that. know that, but what are they going to do? Throw their poo at me like a monkey? Like just a, like they'll, th- they'll throw a dirty pope on you. They probably will. Yeah, just make sure I'm not around for that. Yeah. But they should have buried him further away from other people. Because have you seen how people honour Gigi Allen's grave? No. They go there and like piss on it and shit on it and all this other kind of stuff. Why? Because that was what he used to do on stage. He'd like molest people and he'd fucking bleed everywhere and he'd shit himself. He was like a fucking low rent, more extreme Marilyn Manson. Like without the showbiz, he was just genuinely nuts. Oh, Lord. And his music was fucking terrible. 
Oh, well, thank God for like, you know, <laughs> regulated healthcare that we have, you know. Exactly, yeah. Uh. But all through history, there's been these people, and I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent here, but there's, there's been these people, like, so you've had Marilyn Manson, uh-huh. who is kind of like the sanitized, um, you know, mass, deli- mass delivery version of Gigi Allen. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Alice Cooper, who was the sanitized mass delivery version of Screaming Jay Hawkins. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to wonder who Anton LaVey was <laughs> in all this. <laughs> Was he sanitized or was he the real deal? Oh, well. Or was he just stealing Screaming Jay Hawkins' fucking shtick too? He probably was. Well. I put a spell on you. <laughs> that dude fucking ruled. It, it wasn't just weddings that had the public aghast. <sighs> but also LeVay performed satanic baptisms. Okay. In fact, the first ever recorded satanic baptisms bapt- was given to his own three-year-old daughter, Zena. This received worldwide publicity. Later, uh, LeVay would also perform satanic funerals. Okay. See, I'm kind of on the same page as a lot of people here who are probably outraged. If you're going to have a baptism, do Mm. it when they're adults. Give them the choice. Mm. If she wants to join Dad's fucking crazy trapezoid club, (laughs) let her do it. Yeah, but what happens is like, what happens if you die in the meantime? Well, it's it's all bullshit anyway. Like you know? they, should, they should have the choice. Because no, that that's why they that that's how the that's how the Christian church is smart. They get you in because they're like, oh, if your baby dies, it goes into baby limbo. Yeah, nobody wants their baby in limbo. Yeah. You know, are you going to risk it? Like, well, oh. Exactly, it's just manipulative bullshit. Yeah, exactly. So you just pay your twenty dollars and get your baby baptized just in case. It's twenty dollars. It's, it's not. 20. It's not pet insurance. No, but it's you know. It's you don't have to worry. Oh God, no, I don't have to worry. You know, oh my God, you got enough things to worry about, like rent, yeah. electricity. You don't want to have to worry about dead baby limbo. Yeah. Well, what about that baby in Greece who died as part of the baptism? Oh. Yeah, oh. they they fucking drowned the kid by mistake. <laughs> what? How the fuck do you do that? All you need is a tiny bit of water. Like drown. You can actually dry drown. Well, you don't just like you don't just like pick them up by the leg and like they're not like a fucking tea bag. No, you're not trying to make a fucking land chew. You know, like, you just keep <laughs> dipping it in until leave it's... the bag in. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, how do you accidentally drown? How? I don't, I don't even know. know you're that's you're possible. a fucking incompetent fucking bearded dude in a dress whose job it is to fucking take money from villagers and tell them that their children are salvaged because you put some oil and water on their head. Well, that's you fucking chance. dunk them a bit too much. They breathe it in. They cough. Oh, baby's gonna be fine. Nope. God. I don't care who you are. Don't get anyone baptized, be it Christian or satanic. Oh, I'm gonna get, Give them a choice. When I, a, when I spawn, I'm going to get my baby baptized. Are you gonna re, you're going to stand in a church yes. and reject Satan. Yes. Satan's going to be heartbroken. Because I'm I, I, dead baby limbo. Okay. Dead baby limbo. You've got to be honest when you're doing it. You know, yeah. Dead baby limbo worries me. Okay. You know, that's just, don't mess with the dead baby limbo. Um, that's gonna be the sound of my like my like heavy metal rock band. Dead baby limbo. Dead baby limbo. Dead with baby their, limbo. With their album Order of the Trapezoid. Levey <laughs> Le- would go on to release books and LPs. Oh, did he ever? <laughs> Although with the LPs, one of the LPs, I have to be honest, basically it is just the sound of him um, reading out some, you know, some of his satanic rituals. Yeah. Um, just over the sound of like wag- like Wagner because it was out of, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Copyright. Out of copyright. So it was free to use. It's the worst Tom Waits album ever. <gasps> oh. 
my God. So he just like, just, you know, including the baptism of his daughter. It's just him like reading it out to the sound of, of Wagner. Uh, you got to admit that like, what, what are the names of some of his albums? Oh, well, the, my favourite one has to be Satan Takes a Holiday. Which is living proof. That not all the good musicians are in hell. The devil started dancing, he was quite entrancing. When he did the jangle his own way. His bones were rattling loudly and he began to shuffle proudly. That's the way that Satan takes a holiday. The me- I've just got visions of that recording session being like the start of NWA. Like Easy E had the money. And they just needed someone who could do the rap and just like, just fucking do it. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's all it needs. Drop in the rap and off you go. No, honest, 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 honest to Beelzebub. That is part of the, of the Anton LaVey, one of his albums. His albums, the, the LPs were the Satanic Mass. Yeah. Satan Takes a Holiday. (laughs) As we just heard. You know why Satan took a holiday? Cancun. To get the fuck away from his neighbour on his fucking Wurlitzer organ <laughs> all fucking night. And his other LP, Strange Music. Oh, that wasn't strange enough. No. No. I just Satan. T- that's, that's, can you imagine? So that is, that's the Black Pope. Yeah. That is the head of the Satan church. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the Catholic Pope putting out the best of? Just him and J-Lo. <laughs> Who do you I think? Pick a better singer than that one. When Satan takes a holiday. Day. Oh, cruising down the street in my 6-4. Like, it's that level of energy. It's just like when Satan takes a holiday. You know it took a holiday? Her fucking talent. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my Lord. You know what? It's, that album is not, is not sucking me into Satanism. I have no. to be honest. No, that's the worst sales pitch possible. Yeah. All the, all the allegedly satanic music is fucking terrible. Yeah. I used to be really into death metal when I was younger. I used to mm. listen to a lot of Morbid Angel, a lot of Deicide, mm. all that sort of stuff. I get, Morbid Angel is still listenable. Altars of Madness is still a good album. Deicide do not have anything good. It is terrible. Especially when you find out that Glenn Benton, the guy mm. who actually put a fucking upside down cross in his forehead. Yeah. Like it's there. Yeah. He's, he's gouged it in with a knife. The guy's a Christian now. Yeah, because apparently he's worried about dead baby limbo too. Yeah. So imagine him turning up for the baptism. Do you reject Satan and all his evil promises? And he's got an upside down cross chiseled into his head. Uh, Yeah. Power power of a good foundation. The power (laughs) of Mabelon compels you. The power of Mabelon compels you. You're such a vegan, you don't even know the name of a broad mainstream fucking... It's Maybelline. I couldn't think. (laughs) The one that I use is called Very Vegan. (laughs) (laughs) I do very vegan makeup. Well, at least it wasn't tested on animals. Because, you know, uh, yeah, no. I I think you can probably eat it as well. (laughs) What is it, just cashew meal like everything else? Ground up kale. You're looking very green today. <laughs> Why, thank you. Maybe she's made with it. Maybe she's very vegan. <laughs> oh, she'll tell you about it. <laughs> Did I tell you I'm vegan? <laughs> Did I tell you I'm vegan? Uh, yes, once or twice. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he would go on, he released the LPs and he would release books. However, his books would later be criticised for shall we say, drawing on 
very heavily from the works of other writers, ah. such as Ayn Rand, John Dee, and H.P. Lovecraft. Wow. I can see the connection between Ayn Rand and Satanism. Mm, to, just to name a few. Yeah. LeVay defended himself by saying he did so only to immortalise writers who had profoundly reached him. Yeah. And if Ayn Rand kicked up a stink, you could say, well, if your work was worthy of you know its own merit, nobody would have stolen it. <laughs> so fuck you and the system you created. Well, I was just going to say, so just remember that next time, you know, you have to go into court under some like copyright for like infringement, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> you profoundly reached him. It's his own fault. <laughs> if he hadn't have profoundly touched me. <laughs> but that being said, his seven books can still be found today. These works include the Satanic Bible, mm -hmm. the Satanic Rituals, uh -huh. the Satanic Witch. <sighs> yep. The Devil's Notebook. I don't know if that's like a romance. I don't know. If it's like the Silmarillion. It's like <laughs> where all these fucking unfinished ideas have just been published for money. It's like Anton LaVey and Ryan Gosling <laughs> spend a beautiful summer <laughs> discovering their non traditional love with a leopard called Zoltan. Uh. Oh, and of course, the book Satan Speaks. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's a part of me where I'm like, Satan speaks. Shouldn't that be the sound of like your album and not your book? Yeah, pretty much. I just bet anyway. Just that, a... that seems like the kind of book tour that you do just before Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. You are really on the bones of oh, your yeah, ass. You really are. Yeah. Uh, he also wrote some essays for other books and introductions for other works, including, you probably have this on your shelf, Ragnar Redbeard's Might is Right. Oh, that's my Bible. Or survival of the fittest. <laughs> Turns out LeVay, very into eugenics. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah, I know. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. Satanists, into eugenics. Who knew? Yeah. LeVay's partner typed and edited all of LeVay's works. She also continued to do most of the church's administration, press and member relations work. What, do you have to save his fingers for Wurlitzerings? Basically. She's lazy fuck. Uh, and of course, releasing his albums. In 1968, Rose, you know what? That Maybe that's why she sounded like that. If she'd been doing all of the bloody administration work, the press release, the, yeah. you know, the welcome to join packages. Satan doesn't need a holiday. She does. She bloody does. Because it used to be $2. That was all it we used to take to join the Church of Satanism. Two bucks. Two bucks. Bargain. Yeah. In 1968, it's a lot of slips, though. Oh, it's a yeah. lot of welcome packs. Oh, God. It is. Put the fridge magnet, the welcome letter. <laughs> the just biscuits. Oh, it's a lot of work. In 1968, Rosemary's Baby, a film about a group of Satanists who make a deal with the devil to bring his child into the world, impregnate an unsuspecting young woman. LeVay claimed to have been brought in as head consultant on the project... And also claimed that he actually plays the role of the devil in the film. Okay. Let's IMDB that, shall we? But then in 1975, LeVay announced that the high levels of initiation in the Church of Satan could now be achieved through large financial contributions oh, to the church. And Scientology and Christianity merged. To find out. That a Satanist 
A Satanist, the Black Pope, the evilest man in the world, could be led astray by money. Oh, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Is it possible? Could he be greedy? I expected more from the dirty Pope. Oh. This caused the splintering of the church. With the editor of the church's newspaper leaving. So the trapezoid becomes two triangles? (laughs) The Church of Satan has a newspaper. (laughs) It's called the Herald Sun. (laughs) Oh, my God. For sale. One barely burnt body. (laughs) Imagine the singles ads. (gasps) Must like leopards. It would be nothing but invites to Wurlitzer organ nights. <laughs> oh, fucking. Can you imagine how bad that would be? <laughs> oh, my God. <coughs> I really want to find one of the Church of Satan's come along to our Wurlitzer organ long potluck. <laughs> I have so many Wurlitzer records as oh well. Oh, my God. What do you take to a Church of Satan Wurlitzer organ like potluck? What do you take? What casserole says, oh. you know what? I'm a Satanist. But I'm fun. Yeah. Oh, tuna I care mor- about nutrition. Tuna mornay. <laughs> maybe some maybe some buffalo wings. Oh. Or would it be tuna mornay or would it be a soul's mornay? Ah. Eh? You'd have to get like one dipshit there. He's like heaps into hot sauce. Like this is Carolina Reaper, devil's kiss hot sauce. I know. Oh, my You'd God. you like, oh, fucking hell. I thought I was the biggest wanker in this club and I play the Wurlitzer. Can you imagine me at the Church of Satan? Like, no, my followers. Is this vegan? <laughs> is this vegan? Also, do you have a, do you, do you know, it's not very good to keep large, you know, wild animals as domestic pets. I'm just saying. Have you asked Zoltan if he wants to walk about the town? Is this vegan? Of course it is. <laughs> All our food is vegan. All food here is vegan because tofu is the food of the devil. It is white like angel's wings. <laughs> Unless you overcook it, then it's like Icarus. It's just that's like Oh, yeah. Oh. So the church splintered. And the editor of the church newspaper left, taking a number of the followers with him to form their own religious group. Known as the Temple of Set. Uh, okay. Set. Set. As in ready, set, go? Yes. Okay. Temple of Set. No homers. <laughs> its founder claimed that in a secret ritual, he invoked Satan. Oh, he fucking called his ex. That's what he did. You know what? If Although, if you can invoke Satan. Do you need some drama for that? Invoke Satan. Do you maybe want to do that to bump yourself up beyond the role of Church of Satan <laughs> newspaper editor? <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty powerful position. <laughs> and wouldn't you like do it in front of people? Just, yeah. No, it was a secret ritual. Like, I'd fucking do it in front of people. Yeah, oh my God. I'd be down the shops. Everyone tried to, like, cut in the line. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, really? 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 <laughs> I'm just going to evoke Satan! <laughs> oh, my God. I was too slow on the fucking effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. $900 piece of shit. 
Oh my god! It's like my son trying to learn to whistle. He never, he fucking just does it all the time in front of everyone. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be I'd be trying yeah. to do it in front of people. Like, check this shit out. <laughs> like a little a little bit of Satan pops yeah. up. He's like, "Fuck off, dickhead! I'm watching maths." Yeah. Oh my he's god. Going again. Can you imagine the fucking Karens? If fuck getting the manager, if you could just fucking son of Satan, you won't accept my coupon. <laughs> Belzebub. Just raise the store to the fucking ground. He just quietly clops over on his cloven hooves and puts on his little glasses. And goes, look, man. Look, if you look at the terms and conditions, <laughs> it's actually it's actually honoured in all your stores. It's not just the one from issue. So, like, seriously, you know, your child's unbaptized. I can fucking let him go into hell, or they can stay in limbo. Yeah. So either you accept this coupon or dead baby limbo. Yeah. I've worked for lawyers. That's what they're like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little cloven feet. <laughs> They wear the wigs to cover their horns. <laughs> oh, funny something to cover their souls. Oh, so yes, he formed the Temple of Set. So he had the secret ritual invoke Satan, who told him that his real name was Set. Oh, Satan just volunteered this. Mm, mm. Okay. Hey, maybe could have mentioned it at any of the many, many, many. <laughs> Many, many previous yeah. meetings. But he's like, but. hi guys, my name's Satan. Um, you might have known me that for a long time. I'm just going to come out and this is very important to me. I want you to know from now on, I want you to call me Set. Uh, mm. My pronouns are they, them. Uh. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, you start like a, a new job and someone like, you know, is call, like calls you like a name and it's sl- it's like your name, but it's not quite your name. Yeah. And you're kind of like... Oh, look, I'm just, I, I'm not going to make an issue of it. But then suddenly, you this know, suddenly three certain? months have gone and yeah. they're, and you're kind of like, oh, I can't correct them now. Hey, mate. So yeah. You just change your name to fucking. <laughs> this is Satan. Satan, yes. He works in hell. Hell. <laughs> or IT. <laughs> but he preferred the name Set as that was what he was called in ancient Egypt. Okay. And that Satan revealed to him a sacred but long-hidden text called the Book of Coming Forth by Night. Fair enough. Was did the ancient Egyptians even have a fucking Satan? <laughs> or did they just have like Anubis or something? Oh, yeah, know. they had like yeah, they had like you know there were the light gods and the dark gods. Okay, but there wasn't one, and his name was Set. Oh no, they had. Oh no, there was there was a Set. I gotta be honest. My entire Egyptology comes well, from Seth. Stargate. Yeah. So I'm not gonna fucking keep labouring this. Yes. Point. No. No. There was. There was. It was. It was. It's Seth. Or Seth. Seth. Uh, Baba Hotep. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. But but it's just like really it's like the long hit the long hidden text from like the time of ancient Egypt since before time. The Book of Coming Forth by Night. Uh, okay, yeah. So according to the internet, Set, also known as Seth or Setka, was the Egyptian god of war, chaos and storms. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah, it's true. I do prefer the old names. Yeah. It's a bit more bit more dramatic. Oh, that's the best bit in Constantine, isn't it? Yeah. I do prefer the, the old names. names. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy who likes the old names. Hey, I'm just saying if, you, if you're going to write like your scripture like your mantra like this is me this defines me i am the god of war and chaos and destruction the book of coming forth by night <laughs> that's an enya record yeah you know <laughs> coming forth coming forth coming forth yeah but the 80s and early 90s would see a different mood sweep through america 
as the great satanic panic swept through the United States in the 80s and the 90s. Not good old-fashioned American Satanism. Attention in the church switched from a fascinating curiosity to an evil abomination. Mass hysteria swept the United States as people began to check under the beds for fear of Satanists committing murder and assault. Mm, The 1980s were an interesting time. Mm. In 1980, the FBI would interview LeVay, suspecting satanic connections with a plot to murder Ted Kennedy. (laughs) Why would you bother with him when Nixon was still alive? (laughs) LeVay denied any involvement, although the FBI claimed that LeVay described the church followers as, quote, fanatics, cultists, and weirdos. <laughs> the FBI claimed that LeVay, unquote, interest in the Church of Satan is strictly from a monetary point of view. Oh, okay. A Satanist worried about money? Mm. <gasps> I'm shocked. I'm disappointed in the, the dirty Pope. And that LeVay, quote, spends most of his time furnishing interviews, writing material, and lately has become very interested in photography. Everyone's going to have a midlife crisis. That's your fucking FBI dollars (laughs) at work right there. (laughs) The Satanist likes photography. In July of 1984, LeVay's long-term partner separated from... LeVay and issued a restraining order against him, which LeVay did not contest. Oh, so it was a spell. It wasn't just a restraining order. Hegarty filed for palimony. What's palimony? Like, um... Alimony? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's like palimony. Is that like, you, is that like a divorce separation that you owe to an orange horse? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ignoring you now. <laughs> but LeVay would find love again. Oh, of course he would. With Blanche Barton. Blanche Barton. Sounds like a character on The Golden Girls. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love you, Anton LeVay. <laughs> Why don't you come and spread your dirty pop all over my southern bells? <laughs> on November the 1st, 1993, she would give birth <sighs> to his child, Satan. <clears throat> Xerxes Karnaki LeVay. Satan Xerxes Karnaki LeVay. Or Jim for short. Yeah. Or come punch my kid. Yeah. On the playground. Yeah. Satan Xerxes Karnaki LeVay. Although, can you imagine? Because you know how there is that special voice that your mum has for you when you're in trouble? Yeah. And you know you're in trouble if she uses your full name. Yeah. Like, if you just hear that, Elizabeth Jane Allen, you're like, I'm fine. Just get out of there. Can you imagine in a, mu- a mum yeah. just, Satan Xerxes Karnaki LeVay. Get over here now. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, there's a few kids on the scene now and like all mums, you get all the names confused. <laughs> <laughs> so, Satan, Helen, fuck. <laughs> Zoltan, fucking, j- fuck. It's the fucking cat. My mum did that to me. You, she mistook you for the cat. Yeah, she was going through the name. She started with my sister's name yeah. and then she said her sister's name. Then she said the name of the cat. And then she's like, oh, can I put you... Yep. You know who you are. Uh, 
You're the youngest? Yes. Yeah, I know that pain. <laughs> Should give birth Satan Xerxes Carnacki LeVay. Uh, at least he knows he's loved. Blanche was 32. Well, that's old for Anton. And LeVay was 63. Okay. When you put it like that. Jesus Christ. But almost four years later, Anton LaVey. That's what happens when you marry a woman half your age. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Go out in a car, get that money. <laughs> but almost four years later, Anton LaVey would die on October the 29th, 1997, of pulmonary edema or fluid in the lungs. He was taken by ambulance to the closest hospital. And so Anton LaVey, the black pope, the evilest man on earth, would pass at St. Mary's, a Catholic hospital in San Francisco. (sighs) A secret satanic funeral was held by invitation only in Colma, California, after which his body was cremated. LaVey's partner, Blanche Barton, would succeed him as head of the church. But even in death, his work, his ideas, and even his very life were called into criticism and disbelief. Journalists investigating the honesty of his autobiography. Okay, here we go. (laughs) One of which was written by his second wife. Okay. Sorry, his third wife. And numerous stories concluded that no evidence could be found that LeVay ever worked with or in a circus, either as a cage boy or as a musician. Okay. Everyone, he's, he's just gone out and played the Wurlitzer organ somewhere else all day. <laughs> everyone who knew Marilyn Monroe claimed the story to be completely false. Even the manager of the venue named by LeVay stated that the story was false and that Marilyn, Marilyn had never worked for him and that his theatre had never put... Per- performed burlesque then okay (laughs) after the separation levey's second partner diane hegarty revealed that thanks to her graphological expertise right and signatures and handwriting oh right she had in fact forged the Marilyn Monroe inscription on the infamous calendar that LeVay had used as evidence of his affair with Marilyn. Bitch. I bet that's on eBay too. Questions and doubts were also raised as to whether LeVay had ever worked with the San Francisco Police Department in any capacity. As again, not one record could be found to support this claim in any way, shape or form. It was also found that he even lied about the reason for shaving his head. (laughs) LeVay had not shaved his head in line with an ancient ritual of the ancient executioners. (laughs) Yeah. He had shaved his head because he had lost a bet and simply made up the story about secret orders of executioners on the fly after the fact. I mean, he could have said that he donated, he'd done shave for a cure or something like that. There was also no evidence that he had ever worked in any capacity on the film Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Next, you're going to tell me that Zoltar was just a really fat cat. Three months after LeVay's death, his estranged daughter, Zena, released a nine-page fact sheet 
agreeing that the stories that had been questioned were indeed all false. And that many more stories about his life were in fact all lies and falsehoods. Jesus. It was also suggested that LeVay's whole persona was not as it was originally thought. Oh, you're joking. I know. I know. (laughs) Suggesting that his whole persona was in fact based on a Don Rickles character. (laughs) (laughs) In an episode of a show called The Wild West, which had an episode, I believe it was the satanic, oh, I've forgotten, I forgot to write it down, the satanic Prince or the the Satanic Lord. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, my God, that's brilliant. Which aired on television one month before LeVay revealed his new look. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Oh, my God, that's perfect. (laughs) To be honest, I find it curious that people are shocked and wounded by the fact that the Church of the Satan is a liar. To be like, I would have been disappointed if he wasn't a liar. Like, yeah. if his whole life, everything was constructed on these like braviose, like indulgent tales of bullshit. Yeah, he's the head of the Church of Satan. <laughs> what do you expect? So, Wild 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 West, Night of the Druid's Blood. That's the one. Yeah, yeah it's here sorry. on YouTube. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, oh my that's lord! So good. Oh, but this wasn't a comedy show, by the looks. No, it was just like one of those like oh. awful sort of serial. Oh shows. my god! <laughs> You're looking is at the picture. This fucking him! It is him. That is so good. Okay, I think we'll we'll actually we'll do like a mesh up through the week, and I think we'll have Anton Lavey and Don Rickles side by side. Oh, this is per. This is. Fucking perfect. Because you were watching uh, LeVay interviews earlier tonight yeah. and now you have just oh, well. pulled up the picture. Guess I'll have to rummage around and see what else I can come up with. Don't go away, Mr. West. They've got a better sound. They didn't have to spend $900 to get that awesome audio effect. It is him, shaved head, goatee. Yeah. Don Rickles. Totally oh, Don Rickles. I fucking love Don Rickles. Don Rickles is owed some money by the Church of Satanism. <laughs> Here's a fucking. This is a confession for you. Oh yeah. I used to make money by shooting wedding videos. Uh huh. And I shot an Italian uh, wedding, really uh-huh. big, like hundreds of people there. Uh-huh. Lovely family, brilliant, yeah. all this kind of stuff. You, you're, you obviously you need two people there on camera. Mm-hmm. So I hired a friend of mine who's a film student. He's gone on to be quite successful. Um, <laughs> but I had to. They recently wanted to get all the raw footage. Yeah. Because there were some relatives who died, and they wanted that stuff. And they're like, okay. Look, "It's too hard for you to film. Like, just give it to us." Yeah. Like, perfectly fine. That's all good. Yeah. And then I remembered a joke that this guy had made while filming. Yeah. And I had to go through all the wedding footage <gasps> and see whether or not the joke had come up because he's literally like panning around all the different families having yeah. like dinner, and you don't say anything while you're filming these things. Yeah. Just, and <laughs> he just gets to this one old guy who's just sitting there having a bit of bread, having a bit of a talk to some other people, and yeah. he can. Him, he goes, it's the Italian Don Rickles. <laughs> and he keeps panning fast. And he fucking was. It was perfect. But I had to sit through nine hours of footage oh. to find that one quote and scrub it. <laughs> oh. The Italian Don Rickles. <laughs> well, now we know we, the satanic Don Rickles. Yeah. Is there anything Don Rickles couldn't do? Holy shit. Oh. So looking back at LeVay and his life, oh. surely was there any truth in any of it? 
What was found to be true was that LeVay was opposed to drug use. Okay. And that he quite passionately hated both rock and metal music. Even with what was considered satanic lyrics, and he would often express his distaste of it. Right. There's was, not enough Wurlitzer in Deicide. Oh, he was 100% Wurlitzer or die. <laughs> no, Blizzard of Oz would have been a much better album if they had some Wurlitzer on it. <laughs> Carla, LeVay's eldest daughter, who was now a high priestess of the church, clashed with LeVay's third partner, Blanche Barton, after his death. The two fought over the validity of his will and it created... Another split in the church. Oh, no. How do you split two triangles that are already split? (laughs) Blanche relocated the satanic church's headquarters to New York City, whilst Carla stayed in San Francisco, where she formed the first satanic church. Ah, okay, yep. Which still sponsors satanic concerts and events. In 2018, Carla also started a weekly radio show to discuss and promote Satanism. Of course. <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Where are you? I'm in dead baby limbo. <laughs> uh, in his book, Letters from the Devil, LeVay wrote, and it's a quote yeah. from the book, to sum up our political doctrine, Satanism is Americanism in its purest form with only the outdated moral codes altered to fit the times, and with recognition of the fact that only if man's most basic instincts are satisfied can a nation receive his best. When it becomes common knowledge that we do not advocate or even approve of denial or desecration of such sacred American traditions as home, family, patriotism, personal pride, but instead champion these things, our one-time opponent, Opponents in the establishment we will not have a leg to stand on. Mm. Surprisingly to some, the Satanic Bible, uh, Bible has been translated into over half a dozen languages, has been reprinted over 30 times, and has sold over one million copies. That's uh, still less than 50 shades of grey. I can't believe people wouldn't just steal it. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's the book of Satan. Surely the first rule of Church of Satan is steal the book yeah, yeah, of Satan. The Ten Commandments instead of thou shalt not steal. It's just yoink. <laughs> steal this shit. Oh, my God. Although probably not as surprising is that a 2001 FBI report stated that the average Satanist is a male Caucasian in their 20s who discovered Satanism in his late teens. Yeah. Still hasn't had sex. I'm just adding that. I'm adding that bit. Or the pleasures of the flesh, which we embrace, which I can't get. Look really cool on the videos. (laughs) Now, the thing to understand about LeVay's Church of Satan, okay, Mm. is because this is what I found sort of I was like, well, the Church of Satan does not actually literally worship Satan, the devil, or any kind of demon. Okay, bit of a misnomer then. They reject the concept of any kind of sacred supernatural beings and they don't believe in life after death. In fact, the whole cornerstone of their religion is that God and the devil don't actually exist. 
But Satan is embraced as seen as the best example of defiance against organized religions, social norms, and compliance, and embracing what the Church of Satan feels are humanity's natural instincts. Right. Although, yeah, it does believe in magic. Okay, so oh, it's rational, rational, rational. Oh, they're actually making quite a bit of a point. This is Americanism and magic. Oh God, fucking yeah. You know what? Of course, someone who plays the Wurlitzer organ believes in magic. Of course, they do. He's oh. he's done some urethral stuffing with a dove. <laughs> Yeah. And so I found I find it really kind of interesting because there's a couple of things where he you know he's talking about Satan, but then later on he's like, look, when I talk about Satan, I'm not actually talking about Satan. Yeah. Um, because Satan doesn't actually exist. He's basically he's just more a metaphor. This whole trapezoid thing made much more sense. Oh, it really does. And yeah. I was like, oh, I really wish you could have stuck with another name. And yeah. then I heard the order of the trapezoid, and I'm like, no, you were right to change it. <laughs> um, okay. So there are nine satanic statements. Okay. Okay. The nine satanic statements are Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Okay. Get on it. Satan represents vital instinct instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Okay. We're all going to die. Yeah. Satan represents undefiled wisdom Instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Yeah, he's red on Rand. Fuck off. Yeah. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Uh, yeah. Someone wasn't hugged as a child. <laughs> but his child Satan was. <laughs> Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, all right. You know. Yeah. Smash him. Um, Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Someone really had unresolved mother issues. This is really starting to sound like the rules for joining the Collingwood fan club. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so in, so in the LeVay Satanism, yeah. do you think there are any sins? Surely not. Cornerstone of the Catholic Church is all built on the sins. No, there's always a loophole. Okay. All right. Even in the Church of Satan, you can sin. Okay. There are nine sins. Go on. Which is good. It saves reading the whole fucking book if you can just clock it down to nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, These sins are characteristics Satanists should avoid. Okay. Yep. Stupidity. I, I agree with that one. Pretentiousness. Uh, yeah, from the dude with a fucking leopard. <laughs> Solipsism. Solipsism. That one. Sleepwalking. You can't sleepwalk? Well, sleepwalking is a sin? Well, sleepwalking, you know, solipsism is more about proceeding through life without your eyes metaphorically. Oh, so open. we're not talking about, I was going to say, that's like. Yeah, it's a medical condition, man. Yeah. Fucking come on. Like I Thou shalt not be a narcoleptic. Fuck yeah, you, man. Yeah, they shall not night eat. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be like, fucking, that's harsh. Um, the other sin, self deceit. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my God. That was me the other day trying to think I could fit into those jeans. <laughs> Head conformity. Okay. Lack of perspective. Right. Forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. For, so that's a sin, forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. Yes. So respect tradition. Yeah. 
Fucking hell. <laughs> no, From fuck. the guy who started his own religion. Yeah, I know. Fuck off. Yeah, mate. either you're breaking it all down yeah. or you're hieing above. Be like, an iconoclast, but not in here. You might damage something. I know, which is ironic because the next sin is counterproductive pride. Oh, God. And, oh my God, this one, you know, this yeah. one was written by Zoltan. <laughs> The ninth sin in the Church of Satanism, lack of aesthetics. Lack of aesthetics? Shave your head and get a leopard, fool, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Shave your head and get a leopard. But Thou shalt be funky. <laughs> I also found, because, and everybody's like, oh my God, like Satanism, like they're all going to kill people, they're going to molest children, which was the whole satanic panic of like yeah. the 80s and 90s. Yeah, the PMRC. Yeah. Yeah. However, the core, some of the core fundamentals of LaVey's Satanism was that you could not, you couldn't harm children, and mm-hmm. you could not harm animals. So you couldn't. And he was very vocal. Did a lot of interviews about anyone who's chopping anybody's head off, anybody who's molesting anybody, is not a, a member of the Church of Satan. Okay, so this is kind of bikey rules. Yeah. yeah, these are these are the eleven satanic rules of yeah. the earth. One, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. <laughs> Two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Fucking amen to that. <laughs> Three, when in another's home, show them respect or else do not go there. Yeah, fair call. Amen. I don't have a problem with that one. No. Number four, <laughs> if a guest in your house annoys you, Treat them cruelly and without mercy. Holy shit. Army Hammer like, lived that one. This guy has definitely got plastic wrap on his couch. Oh, no, this is where Army Hammer wouldn't, would have gone wrong. Do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. <laughs> what the fuck? Or is it the sound of a school bell in his fucking case? It is the sound of your of your leopard's tail becoming fully extended. <laughs> it's just a big fat cat. Oh my god! I know. I I have to. I was too afraid to put in the words. What are the satanic mating signals? <laughs> Lest my computer explodes. Oh, it'll, now, it'll just take you to that little Naz video. <laughs> Fucking pole dancing in hell. <laughs> oh, number six. Do not take that which does not belong to you. Unless it is a burden to the other person and they cry out to be relieved. That fucking, that's, okay, don't don't take it unless someone offers it to you. What, unless they're like, oh my God, like, oh my bling is so heavy on my fingers. If only I could be relieved of all of my jewellery. That's Blanche, definitely. <laughs> Seven, acknowledge the power of magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's magic. How much do you reckon he listened to that on repeat? You know. Oh. Except he's playing it on a fucking world. Oh, my God. Just him and his cape. Xanadu. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Thou shalt respect disco. Oh, my God. So acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. Oh, man. Like, these rules are – this is by committee. One for me, one for my homies. Yeah. 
Eight, do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. <laughs> Number nine, he who dealt it shall smelt it. <laughs> Actually, no, I get behind number nine. Do not harm young children. Okay, yep. Uh, ten, do not kill non-human animals. Non-human. So that's a loophole. Unless you are attacked or for your food. Do not kill non-human animals. So what about humans? Well, you know, again, it's are they asking no to be relieved of it <laughs> of this curse of life? No, they were, that's what I was going back to. You cannot take, uh, from what I was saying, you cannot take something from someone that they're not willing to give. Right. So, in the case of Ant and Muse, where the guy was asking to be eaten, yeah, that's fine. It's Satanism. But if somebody doesn't want to die, you can't kill them. Ah, oh, fucking rules. Unless they're being disrespectful in your house, and then you smack that fool. Yeah, they didn't take their boots off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number eleven. When walking in open territory, okay, with your leopard. Bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask them to stop. If they do not stop, destroy them! Destroy them? Destroy them! Wow. So at my kid's school, they teach they teach him, stop it, I don't like it. Yeah. And I'm just going to have to add that to it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, just that, well, and then the next step after it's stop it, I don't like it. Destroy them! <laughs> As you summon a demon. Destroy them! Wow, destroy them. And then just play a dramatic note on your Wurlitzer organ. <laughs> <Da-da>! <laughs> Throw the smoke bomb. But you're in open field, so they see you running away and your cape. <laughs> the smoke blows away. <laughs> cape going as you tap a tin of cat food to get your leopard back. Here comes Sultan. Come. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Oh my god. So that is the story of the foundation of the Church of Sand- of Satanism, Church <laughs> of Satan. And it's very curious, Anton. LeVay, who at the end of the day was not afraid of anything. No. But possibly the truth. (laughs) It's so relieving to know that it's just basically a mishmash of Atlas Shrugged, Uh American individualism Uh and a fucking late night TV serial starring Don Rickles. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. oh no. Oh, if only it could have been like based on Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> like something oh. he was in like the Poseidon project or something, the Poseidon adventure. Just, <laughs> his whole aesthetic would be totally different. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. Can you imagine, yeah, if he didn't catch that show, if he had like channel surfed. Thank yeah. God Zoltan had like knocked the remote off <laughs> and he was like, Oh he's he's sitting on my lap. I can't I can't get up. I'm gonna Oh God. Yeah, that, I mean, it just makes so much sense. That's like all the fucking losers of the late 90s who watched Fight Club and wanted to get themselves one of those red leather jackets mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like pretend they're Tyler Durden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I had, I had uh, a, a girlfriend of mine. Her father gave her only one piece of advice. Yeah. And when she started dating and that piece of advice was don't date any boy who is obsessed with Fight Club. Fucking good advice. 
You know why? Because most boys who watch that film don't understand it. <sighs> oh, but they go on to form the Church of Satanism and... Yeah, you know what? If if LeVay had written Fight Club, there would have been a lot more organ playing. Yeah. That's, more leopards. that's such good advice. Mm. That's I think it, it, you need one for the for the heterosexual boys. Never date a girl who's got a horse. I think that's pretty sound. So if the fella's in a fight club or she's yeah. got a horse, yeah. back away, not today. I th- I think it's uh, our good old friend Mazza said it well when she said, take heed. Of evil company. And we all know that Anton LaVey was a real man. A real moth man who ate the carpet. <laughs> you know what? I don't even believe that's true about no, him. No, me either. I don't believe anything. Nah. Nah. He liked a bit of big pussy though. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. He doesn't. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> I was going to propose all these stupid ideas at the end of this, but nothing can be dumber than him basing everything on <laughs> fucking Don Rickles. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. real moth men eat the carpet. <laughs>